0: At this time of year, we often think of the blessing of family and friends. We must never forget, however, that the greatest blessing of Christmas is Christ Himself. Today we look with Scott Pauley at the eternal blessings found in the Word of God. Can you tell me the four evangelists that introduce Messiah to us? Who are the four evangelists that introduce us immediately in the early pages of the New Testament to the Lord Jesus Christ? Well, immediately, everyone's mind goes to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, to the four gospel writers. But that's not the four I want to talk to you about today. I want to talk to you today about four women evangelists. Now, don't get nervous here, all right? Somebody said, you're talking about uh, women pastoring? No, 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 that's not what I'm talking about at all. You see, an evangelist is simply someone who tells about the evangel. That's the Lord Jesus. That's the good news. Someone who who tells us the gospel. And did you know that on the very opening page of the New Testament, Matthew chapter number one, there are four ladies mentioned, four ladies in the line of Christ, four women that in every sense of the word are people who give us the gospel, who point us to the Lord Jesus Christ. And before I show you these four ladies today, let me just pause and say, all of us are to be evangelists. Now, we're not all going to have the office of the evangelist, uh, perhaps traveling and and, uh, preaching and beginning churches and strengthening churches and that kind of thing, but we all should be evangelizing. We're all to be engaged in preaching the gospel to every creature. It was not a pastor that led me to the Lord Jesus Christ. It was a lady. Miss McKinney took a Bible and told me that God loved me and Jesus Christ had died for my sins, was buried and rose from the dead. She pointed me to Jesus and I got saved. Praise God because a lady took seriously the good news of Jesus Christ not only for herself but to pass it along to others. Well, the Holy Spirit chose to use four women, Matthew chapter number 1, the opening page of the New Testament, uh, to reveal the glorious gospel of Christ to us. Who are those four women? Well, their names are found in this genealogy we've been looking at. And what blessings we've found in it. Matthew chapter 1 verse 3 says, And Judas begat Phares, and Zerah of Tamar. And Phares begat Ezra, and Ezra begat Aram. So here is one. We have A lady by the name of Tamar. A little different spelling, but the same Tamar that's found in Genesis chapter number 38. Then in verse number 5, it says, And Salmon begat Boaz of Rahab. This is the same as Rahab. Again, New Testament spelling, same name as Rahab that is found in Joshua chapter 2. Then it says, And Boaz begat Obed of Ruth. Oh, we know Ruth. An entire book of the Old Testament is in honor of her name the little book of Ruth. And so, that's three ladies. Then we have in verse 6, And Jesse begat David the king, and David the king begat Solomon, of her that had been the wife of Urias, Who was the wife of Uriah in the Old Testament? That, my friend, was none other than Bathsheba in 2 Samuel chapter number 11. Now, let me, let me blow your mind for just a moment, alright? Because... Of all the four women that could have been chosen from the pages of the Old Testament, these four, Tamar, Genesis chapter number 38, she was a seductress, an adulteress. Rahab, Joshua chapter number 2, was a harlot and a Canaanite. Ruth, Ruth chapter number 1, was a Moabitess, a foreigner, someone that was outside of the chosen nation. And then Bathsheba, 2 Samuel chapter number 11, Uh, one who was seduced and who committed adultery. You remember she's known for one thing, one thing in the Old Testament, and that was for her failure with David. Her name in many ways is synonymous with sin. What a contrast to the Virgin Mary that will be used to actually bring the Lord Jesus Christ into this world. And yet do you see the picture here that God chose four women, four women to testify of one thing. What was it? that He is a God of grace and mercy and goodness, that all of us are sinners. Whether you identify with one of these four ladies or not, in a very real sense, uh, we all are, are wicked and vile. We all have terrible sinful hearts. We all are foreigners to mercy. We all are outside the family of God. And we all need Jesus Christ. The first thing that jumps out to me about these four women and uh, their testimony to us of the gospel of Christ is their sinfulness. They are all sinners. Now, if you come down later in the same chapter, we'll be introduced to yet another lady, and that is Mary, the virgin that was chosen to bear the Messiah, to bring the Lord Jesus Christ into this world. And yet even Mary will testify in Luke chapter 1, verse 47, that she was a sinner. She will confess that the child she carried into the world actually had to carry her that He was Messiah, that He was her Savior. What does that mean? It means whether you're moral or immoral, we're all sinners. It means whether you're religious or very secular, we all are sinners. It means whether you are in church or out of church, we all are sinners. And it means, and is a reminder, that every sinner needs Jesus. Did you know that all of us have a past? Everybody has a past. I find it interesting here the way Bathsheba is mentioned. Her name is not given. It says, uh, Solomon, of her that had been the wife of Urias. It's a reference to her past. I think this is beautiful. God's not bringing up her past uh, to push her down. Rather, He's bringing up her past to remind us all we all have a past. And in Jesus Christ, our past is under the blood of Jesus. Friend, when you live in sin, you live in your past. But when you live in Christ... You live for His future. He has so much more prepared for you. Uh, The Lord has cast all your sin behind His back into the sea of His forgetfulness. He's not bringing it up, so you stop bringing it up. Uh, The devil, the accuser of the brethren, is the one who loves to bring up our past. But, oh, the Lord Jesus doesn't bring up your past. Uh, He's not a past tense God. He's a present tense God. And He's working for your future and all that He has planned for you. Do you think that Tamar and Rahab and Ruth and Bathsheba ever had any idea that they were going to be listed on the pages of inspired scripture in Matthew chapter 1? Do you think they had any understanding of their place in the line of Christ? I doubt that seriously. But here's what each of them did. Each of them had to look to the Lord for themselves in simple faith. And as they did so, God in His great mercy ruled the good and overruled the evil. So I want to say to you today, you may find yourself uh, very sinful and you may think of yourself as a person that could not be used by God. But I want to tell you, whoever you are, wherever you are, and whatever you've done, that the one thing we all have in common is that we are sinners and Jesus Christ alone can save us. Everybody needs Jesus. A Tamar needed a Messiah. Rahab needed a Savior. Ruth needed a Redeemer. Bathsheba needed someone to forgive her of her sin and give her a new start. I think in every sense, these four ladies represent for us our condition and our greatest need. I'm excited to think that when I get to heaven someday, I'm going to meet all four of these women. I'm going to know them. We'll know, even as we're known there. I'm going to know them. I'm going to talk to them. And I'm going to say to them, your life was a message of mercy and grace and a reminder of what a wonderful Savior we all have. Uh, they, they asked one of God's faithful servants near the end of his life when memory was slipping away, John Newton, the writer of Amazing Grace, they said, what do you remember? And he said this, there are many things I do not remember, but there are two things I do remember, that I am a great sinner and that Jesus is a great Savior. Friend, if you know nothing else today, know this, you're a sinner, but Jesus Christ is a wonderful Savior. Every good thing in life and eternity is connected to the Lord Jesus. Visit us at scottpauley.org for more information on knowing Christ and making Him known to others. From the Pauli family and all of us at Enjoying the Journey, we want to wish you and your family God's greatest blessings this Christmas.